This podcast is intended for healthcare professionals. The information presented is for general educational purposes only and should not be used as professional medical advice or for the diagnosis or treatment of medical conditions. The views and opinions expressed do not represent the views and opinions of our employer or any affiliated institution. Expressed opinions are based on scientific facts under certain conditions and subject to certain assumptions and should not be used or relied upon for any other purpose, including but not limited to the diagnosis or treatment of medical conditions or in any legal proceeding. Full terms and conditions can be found at portablebeads.com. And now onto the episode. Welcome to Portable Peds, the Pediatric Board Review Podcast. Today, we're continuing on with our inborn errors of metabolism, and I am joined by my co-host, Ryan. Hey, guys. Well, let's go ahead and get started. A five-day-old infant presents to the emergency department via ambulance. The mother is extremely worried because her infant has had progressively worsening sleepiness and has been feeding poorly. She was unable to wake the infant from their nap today, so EMS was called. She feels like the infant's arms and legs are stiffer than normal. On exam, you note that the infant is difficult to arouse and is hypertonic. You are removing their diaper to complete your assessment and note a sweet odor. Which of the following has a high serum concentration in this infant leading to their current symptoms? A. Galactose B. Leucine C. Tyrosine D. Phenylalanine or E. Homocysteine Take a couple seconds to think about your answer and we'll be right back. So the correct answer is B, leucine. This question stem is describing an infant with maple syrup urine disease who is experiencing a metabolic crisis secondary to elevated leucine levels. Maple syrup urine disease, or MSUD, is due to a deficiency of branched-chain alpha-ketoid dehydrogenase, which leads to an accumulation of the branched-chain amino acids. The branched-chain amino acids include isoleucine, valine, and leucine. While all branched-chain amino acids are elevated, elevations of leucine appear to drive the adverse effects. All ethnic groups are affected, but this disorder is most common among old-order Mennonites. While all states in the U.S. screen for MSUD on the newborn screen, results are not always available prior to the first metabolic crisis. In MSUD infants, they will typically present within the first week of life, and the newborn screen is rarely available. Presentation is related to the degree of elevation of leucine and can include poor feeding, decreased arousal, lethargy, vomiting, and can even progress to include coma and death. The characteristic maple syrup smell of the urine and cerumen is present at high leucine levels. Confirmatory testing includes elevated branched-chain amino acids on plasma amino acid testing, and management includes dietary restriction of leucine in order to avoid recurrent metabolic decompensation. Now, Ryan, what about our other answer choices? So answer choices B through E, which include leucine, tyrosine, phenylalanine, and homocysteine, all refer to amino acids that are elevated throughout various amino acidopathies. And answer choice A, which was galactose, refers to galactosemia, which is a carbohydrate disorder. So let's go through all of the different amino acidopathies, and then we can finish up with galactosemia. So answer choice C was tyrosine, and elevations in tyrosine are due to a defect in the enzyme fumarol acetoacetase, which leads to tyrosinemia. So if untreated, tyrosinemia can result in liver failure, in infancy or early childhood, and also renal tubular acidosis. And treatment involves dietary tyrosine restriction. Elevated phenylalanine is seen in PKU, also known as phenylketonuria. PKU is due to a deficiency of phenylalanine hydroxylase, which hydrolyzes phenylalanine to tyrosine. 
PKU is screened for on all newborn screens in all states of the United States of America, and confirmatory testing is achieved via elevated phenylalanine and decreased tyrosine on plasma amino acid testing. When untreated, phenylalanine accumulates leading to microcephaly, global developmental delay, and permanent brain injury. Infants also tend to present with an eczematous rash and have a mousy or musty odor to the urine, as opposed to the sweet-smelling urine we had in this case. Phenylalanine is also a teratogen, and it is essential to control levels in moms with PKU throughout pregnancy to avoid the adverse effects in the infant. Treatment involves lifelong dietary restrictions of phenylalanine in this patient, similar to how in tyrosinemia we restrict tyrosine as well. Our final amino acidopathy is homocystinuria. Elevations of homocysteine are due to a deficiency of cystothionine beta synthase, which leads to homocystinuria. While this condition is not associated with acute metabolic decompensation, it can lead to intellectual disability, tall stature, osteoporosis, and recurrent thrombosis. Treatment includes dietary methionine restriction, vitamin B supplementation, betaine, and finally aspirin to prevent stroke. And Liz, do you want to wrap this all up with galactosemia? So galactosemia is the oddball in the group. It is due to a deficiency in the enzyme galactose-1-phosphate uridyltransferase, aka GALT, which leads to an accumulation of galactose and galactose-1-phosphate. You may remember from our hyperbilirubinemia episode that galactosemia can present with direct hyperbilirubinemia, liver dysfunction, coagulopathy, and cataracts. The initiation of lactose, aka glucose and galactose-based feedings, precipitates rapid metabolic decompensation in these infants with galactosemia. One important association with galactosemia is E. coli sepsis in the neonatal period. All states of the United States screen for galactosemia on the newborn screen, and confirmatory testing is via the GALT enzyme assay and blood lactose-1-phosphate values. Remember, presentation often occurs before the results of the newborn screen are available, so you must have a high suspicion. Management includes dietary restriction of galactose, which in a newborn involves a transition to soy or elemental formulas. Even with appropriate management, adverse effects can still occur. These will include tremors, learning disabilities, speech and language deficits, and ovarian failure. Well, that was certainly a lot. The important thing to remember is that these disorders often present before screening tests are available. Keep inborn errors of metabolism on your differential for any infant that presents in duress, especially if the newborn screen is not yet available. Thanks for tuning in today. Go ahead and rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts or whatever your podcasting platform of choice is. We'd love to hear your feedback and what you think of the show. See you guys next week. Happy studying.